this week's podcast, we're going to highlight the ways in which taxes can potentially take a bite out of your retirement savings. We're going to look at some of the important things like low basis, asset location, your risk tolerance, and um, we want to help you, give you some tips, and some ideas, help you get through tax season. Money Matters USA with Fred Sage. And you also need to work with your advisor to create multiple income streams. You're at the right place for information every week regarding all the components of a successful retirement plan. Asset allocation is really a driving force for how much your accounts are going to grow. Fred Sade is a financial fiduciary and retirement specialist. I have to put the client's interest ahead of my own pocketbook at, at all times. I must be able to justify why I'm making the recommendations. Money Matters USA with Fred Sade. Welcome to the podcast. Fred Sade is the founder and managing director of his firm of the same name, Money Matters USA, a fiduciary. Fred has a PhD in economics from Duke University, and he specializes in retirement planning. And Fred, I haven't counted how many shopping days there are left until April 15th, but I do know (laughs) that... uh, if you're out shopping, save those receipts. You know, we're looking at tax uh, strategies because, you know, un, un, we do have to every year look in the rearview mirror uh, for our taxes. But we, you look forward also for your clients. So we're going to run through, through some things to consider with taxes in retirement. First off, Fred, how are withdrawals taxed? Well, most most withdrawals that are coming out of tax-deferred accounts are going to be taxed as uh, ordinary uh, income. So if if you are heavily invested in fixed income, that's something that ought to be, in my opinion, in an after-tax account because fixed income really requires capital gains. And you're not going to get the benefit of a capital gain uh, if you are in a tax-deferred account. So you you need capital capital gains uh, because that also gives you inflation adjustment uh, because that's the whole purpose of having the lower brackets. Uh, for the capital gains, and you can use a capital gain uh, for your for your income. So uh, again, it depends on uh, what what you have set up. So asset location is extremely uh, important. One of the things that we see a lot of is pick uh, your married uh, couples, and um, they have access to the same. Uh, accounts and um, whether these accounts are bonds, annuities, and their Roth stock positions, uh, it, it's important that you have the right asset in the right account so you get the benefit uh, of the asset location and the and the tax treatment uh, that flows from where you have those assets. Okay, definitely. Um, it's a it's a it's a, a delicate. Um, almost surgery that you perform, I think of, in making sure that you don't, that you keep your clients in a good tax bracket. You don't have them go into a higher one. Yeah, it, because, yeah, because, you know, one dollar, 
one dollar can push you uh, across a threshold and and you're losing the dollars uh, in uh, in taxation. You know, uh, sometimes I like to remind people that when Ronald Reagan exited the White House, when his two terms were over, there were only two tax brackets, 15 and 28 percent. Now, my, my, where have we gotten to with, with seven brackets now and further hmm. distortions with Social Security taxation and uh, our, you know, double taxation of, of Part B Medicare uh, premiums? I mean, this is just this is just a nightmare of confusing taxation. The uh, Inflation Reduction Act gave us more tax provisions the Secure Act 2.0, it's, it's another monstrosity uh, that, we, that I've been waiting my way uh, through. So you have to be careful because the distributions uh, on top of what we just talked about can push you into much higher uh, brackets. And, you know, when people say I'm going to be a lower bracket in retirement, I'm 70 percent, 80 percent. Uh, income is what I need. Uh, you don't know that at all, because if the bulk of your money or 100 percent of your money is misallocated into tax deferreds, you're going to be in a much higher uh, bracket and um, and you're going to wind up paying more taxation uh, in retirement uh, than you did uh, pre-retirement. And uh, because the standard deduction is so large, it's very, very difficult uh, to uh, itemize and get any benefits. So very few people do itemize. Mm -hmm. And if you want to itemize, you have to uh, com combine uh, lots of deductible stuff and take it in, in one year because uh, your your ability to get uh, deductions is, is very limited, especially if you are uh, if you are uh, retired. Uh, and, and this th apropos of that, I, I want to point out the fact that uh, when when we do risk tolerance, uh, it, we, we put people through before we do anything, put people through risk tolerance and risk capacity. And for some people, we'll also put them through risk composure, though I admit that's much harder uh, to to measure. But you can objectively, <coughs> excuse me, measure risk tolerance and risk capacity. And we, wa we want to make sure that everything is aligned with, with your risk tolerance and your risk uh, capacity, because it's very difficult to undo investments that the client has made uh, when these are out of uh, alignment and you don't want them to take an enormous tax hit. Uh, so now we have to get through, um, you know, uh, transition years, <coughs> two or three transitional years to move the client where they really uh, need, need to be. And so then we can we have the portfolio and we have their risk tolerance and their risk capacity. And now we have to get everything into uh, alignment. Sometimes clients become irritable uh, when they see that. But that's, you know, it, it's like, it, you know, they, they're, they're used to taking tests and they want to beat the test. This is not a test that you want to beat. It, this, this is to show you where you are 
what you're going to do, how much risk you're going to take, how much risk you can tolerate, how much in the way of loss you 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 are willing to accept, and now to make your investments um, come into balance with your risk tolerance and your risk capacity. Yeah, and people right. try to beat the test. <laughs> <coughs> Don't beat the test. Don't. There's no beating this test. There's no right or wrong. There's right. only you. <clears throat> You can't fight City Hall. <laughs> no, you, 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 you cannot. You, you always, you always uh, lose. Um, you know, and then, you know, as we were alluding to before, it's the Social Security mm-hmm. is, is very, very uh, tricky because the uh, thresholds were set in the Reagan and Clinton uh, administrations that never, ever been adjusted for inflation. Um they need to be, and there's this nasty argument, you know, well, if we adjust it, <coughs> I have to apologize with this cough. Um, well, if we adjust it, look how much money the Treasury is going to lose. What do you mean a Treasury is going to lose? Treasury, The Treasury doesn't have its own money. It only gets money in, in one of two ways, through taxes or by printing it. Mm-hmm. It, it has no independent source. Of, of money, so uh, I'm glad that the House Republicans have gone to dynamic scoring. It's it's about time because the tax code is used all the time uh, to encourage or discourage behavior, and that that impacts the amount of taxes that are, are collected because it, it 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 encourages or discourages behavior. When you have low tax brackets, it encourages people to unpack. Uh, capital gain situations, uh, and also to get out of uh, another situation uh, apropos of that, which which is uh, very, very concentrated, low basis positions. We, we see concentrated, low basis positions pe- that people have had for a long time. In other words, let's say somebody has bought um, a, a portfolio that, that you know, has one of the huge tech giants. Let, let's say they bought Apple years ago. Uh, 20 plus years ago, and, and they don't want to sell this because they're afraid of the capital gains uh, impact. But the, this is a concentrated low basis position. It's very, very risky. It distorts the entire financial plan. And and with capital gain rates being relatively low right now, well, it's 20, uh, 23.9% because don't forget the uh, Obama uh, tax on, on the Affordable Care Act is still in effect. So that's the top rate position of 23.9% here. Um, uh, and you want to do this, uh, if at all possible, before you uh, are taking Social Security, because Social Security, the Social Security taxation, it, it will distort the uh, the capital gains. And there are capital gains that might have come through at a zero rate that's going to come through at a 15 uh, percent rate might even push low, uh, some of them uh, uh, back into ordinary income. Now, I, I can demonstrate uh, this, and we have some of this on, on our moneymattersusa.net website, uh, but we can show how this actually uh, works through our, through our use of the tax clarity software. And we've been using that since, since beta. So this is not software where you put it in and uh, somebody kicks up a uh, report for you and you, don't, uh, you know nothing about 
uh, taxes, uh, but uh, you, all you do is read the report. Very, 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 very dangerous because uh, we're not doing tax uh, returns. We're not giving tax advice, but we are doing tax planning. We have to once you – it's a fine line, but you have to do that when, when you're working uh, in, in the retirement uh, in the retirement space. Um, I – I think I, I think I've beaten that as far as I want to go with that. <laughs> well, what about, uh, let's look at RMDs, the required minimum distributions, the change yeah. in that this year, and also just overall the steps that we can take to counteract taxes. Well, the, the uh, you know, these RMDs are, are stretched out. Now, if you're taking RMDs right now, you have to go right on. Uh, taking uh, RMDs, but uh, basically they've been pushed out to age uh, 73. But if you need RMDs earlier or you need to draw from your qualified accounts, which most people do, uh, then, then the SECURE Act 2.0 on RMDs is not going to have any uh, impact uh, for you. But if you, you really have to look at the timing uh, of when you are going to take these and if, but if you're, if a hundred percent of your income is coming from tax deferreds, well, then you, then you really have to start thinking about about a strategy, and you have time to do this uh, before the before RMDs and before you start taking uh, Social Security. Now, a ta- tax, the, your biggest expense in retirement is going to be taxes, and that's the thing that you have to get your your arms around. So uh, this this is um, this is important that you face up to the fact that you made a bargain with Uncle Sam, and Uncle Sam said, "Okay, uh, you can defer taxes on this, but you know when you start taking it, I'm, I you now have to pay me. So mm-hmm. every dollar might only be worth twenty five cents. Uh, excuse me, seventy five cents because twenty five cents belongs uh, to uh, Uncle Sam. So it, it's important." Uh, to have a distribution strategy that 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 has a mix of of taxable and and, and tax deferreds and and capital uh, gains and also tax free uh, distributions and you want to do this in such a way as to minimize uh, your tax bill now if, if that's not what you want to do in other words if if you're if you um, you know, believe in, in Bengen's thirty-year uh, distribution pattern, and you say, "Well, that's that's what I'm going to do." Okay, that's fine, and and you will run out of money, uh, maybe in thirty years, maybe maybe uh, sooner. Um, but it, it's important to have a distribution uh, strategy, and now under the Secure Act 2.0, um, uh, 457s and Simples and 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 uh, Roth 401ks uh, can get matching uh, contributions. So this this is an there are you know this is an opportunity for you to get to a a mix and uh, a mix and match. Now it's important you know the traditional order the base case the traditional distribution pattern has has you um, postponing tax deferreds and Roths and, and consuming uh, taxables if you have them, taxable accounts if you mm-hmm. have them. That, that is a guaranteed way that uh, you're going to run out of money. Uh, there's no question uh, about that. So you, you need, you need a, a more optimal uh, strategy that will um, – because you don't know 
<coughs> what your longevity is, what your survival rate is going to be. And therefore, uh, you need to have um, uh, money that goes out uh, as, and, and doesn't give up before, before you do. So um, it, th this becomes necessary to extend uh, portfolio life. Uh, and doing, doing that uh, will make it possible. So if you get to a 40-year or 35-year, 37-year, uh, whatever it might be, uh, whether it's for you or whether it's for your surviving spouse, uh, you, there will be enough left over uh, to be able to uh, do that. Now, I don't want to get into an argument with the latest Morningstar study and Dengen's reply to Morningstar. I mean, this is there are other other distribution patterns other other than Bengen. Uh, it's four percent rule, or is it three point eight, or four point two, or two point seven, or two point one? I, you know, this 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 thing is changing, uh, you know, constantly. Uh, but there are other distribution patterns that uh, that you can use. You can use an RMD pattern. You can use a flooring pattern using using annuities, guaranteed income, and predictable income. Uh, you can use um, bucketing, time segmentation, which we like very much. Um, and we use a very simple, simple three-bucket strategy with a couple of, of things hanging off the, mid the middle, the intermediate bucket. Um, there are a lot of different ways of, of doing this, but, but the, the thing that we want to emphasize is, is that uh, you can't wait until you retire to figure out the strategy. You need to really start at age 50. Give yourself time to build three strategies, the, the plan A, where everything goes right, the plan B, where some things go right, where plan C, where it's a total disaster and nothing goes right. And you need to that's that you're now in survival uh, mode. You cannot assume that uh, you only need one one plan. And um, um, let me also uh, say that uh, you you be, be, because um we the, it's a reasonable expectation to believe that taxes are going to go up in the future. So take take the take the time now uh, to to do the planning that is that is necessary. And um, we we our program our red light on the dashboard program is is a holistic comprehensive way of looking at uh, the the entire problem, including the the problems that we have. That we have talked about uh, here, which, uh, which includes this, this poor and no harvesting uh, uh, pattern, um, which becomes incoherent um, uh, and, and becomes very difficult uh, to manage because you have to account for them. And, and then, you know, these excessive, as I'm alluding to it, these excessive 401k balances, which, uh, which are beyond any income that anybody needs or lifestyle that anybody needs uh, to live on. So when, the, when you start pulling out these RMDs, I mean, it's, it's a, it is a disaster where, where you're paying more, more taxes than you should have played if, if you have planned for it. Uh, in in advance, so these things can be can be planned for. I mean, if you're the, the whole idea of the red light on the dashboard is if, if you're driving along and, and that dreaded red light comes on, you're going to pull over right away and you're going to have the car towed in. You're going to get an opinion, figure out what the problem is, and you fix it. And that's the same approach that we do. Since we are fee only, um, we can work with anybody, anybody whatsoever. You could add us. Or if you're a do-it-yourselfer, you know, we we could be a source 
uh, of uh, information, show you where you're at, and and then uh, it's up to you after after that. But we will always show you the consequences looking forward, not looking backwards, because most of the metrics that are used, whether it's sharp ratio. Uh, for example, those are all in the rearview mirror. We're, we're looking forward. We want to see out of the windshield and see what the problems are so we can anticipate them, show you what they are, and then it's up to you to decide what, what you want to do about it. So that's that's our red light on the dashboard. People who get a second opinion uh, have much better uh, results than, than people who try to just uh, figure it out by themselves, rely on uh, a search engine or, or their uh, uh, actual or uh, virtual water cooler uh, or uh, talk to their, their friends, neighbors, or what have you. Uh, my, my, um, my, the two things I'd point out, there are general rules, there are specific rules, and then there are you. And, and for you, it's, it depends. And you have to look at what it depends on uh, for your situation, and what works for somebody else doesn't necessarily uh, work work for you, and, and you shouldn't assume arguendo that it will. The other point that I would um, that I would make is the uh, desirability, especially uh, where, where you've got massively conflicting information, and nobody knows uh, for sure uh, what which way things are going on. It, it, it makes sense to, to get a comprehensive review on an annual basis now to see where you are. I mean, the, the, the name of this game is uh, A, longevity, which you cannot predict, but you then have to organize yourself so as to uh, survive no matter how long it takes. Give yourself permission to spend money, enjoy your life, enjoy your retirement, uh, and if it's a hybrid retirement, part work, part retirement, if that's going to be retirement, great. Keep busy, keep active. Uh, people who just simply keep on accumulating and won't give themselves permission to spend, they live a miserable, unhappy life. And, and those are, I'll get off my soapbox. <laughs> well, it's important. Uh, to have good tax strategies moving forward into your retirement. Fred mentioned the red light on the dashboard program. That, of course, you can learn more about if you visit his website, moneymattersusa.net. It's moneymattersusa.net. And when we come back, we'll go over some key ages to consider in the retirement planning process. Given that there have been even more changes with the passage of the SECURE Act 2.0, there are a few amendments that you don't want to forget to include in your timeline. Are you losing sleep over market volatility affecting your hard-earned retirement savings? You can't afford to lose a big portion of your nest egg with not enough time to recover. Many people want safety and the guarantee of principle, but also prefer the potential of higher growth with the market. And now you can have both. Call Fred Sade at Money Matters USA at 800-593-8188. That's 800-593-8188. We're back with Money Matters USA with Fred Sade. Fred is founder and managing director of the firm, a fiduciary firm, Money Matters USA. Fred himself, a fiduciary. And again, we mentioned the uh, website is moneymattersusa.net. Also, uh, the number to reach Fred wherever you are listening, 800-593-8188. 
800-593-8188. It's the journey to and through retirement, which are, have many milestones. We're going to look at some of those as far as ages go, significant ages in your retirement. Before we get to that, though, Let's check in with economist Peter Schiff. Uh, and really to get his take, we like to do this every now and then and have Fred comment uh, on, on on the takes on the economy. And this is economist Peter, Peter Schiff on the expectations for the future when it comes to the economy today. Well, I think people are underestimating just how bad the news is going to get. First of all, a lot of people think that inflation is going to come down. It's not. I think the decline is what's transitory. I think we're going to be making new year-over-year highs in inflation before the end of the year. And the recession that everybody denies exists is actually going to get worse. So we're going to have a weaker economy and stronger inflation. And the markets are not expecting that, and neither is the Fed. And now in contrast to that, one United Bank CEO, Kevin Coey, joined Squawk on the Street to discuss weathering the storm from Fed rate hikes and relief prospects for housing markets. I believe the key is to be calm right now and to realize that 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 although we have some challenges, we have a bright future ahead of us and to just not panic, study your positions carefully and stick with what you believe in. It's also a time of opportunity. I mean, prices are down, and when prices are down, this is the time to buy. So I think this is the time to take advantage of opportunity. So we've got uh, both extremes there, Fred, uh, to yeah. see where you stand on this interesting shift. Said We heard so much about transitory inflation, and he said <laughs> the inflation decline is transitory. And then, you know, Coey's looking at opportunities that can be found. Where do you stand between those two? Well, that's First of all, the American equity market is overpriced. It's 18 and a half times earnings. The European equity market is 12 and a half times earnings. So I think there's a lot of cheerleading going on on Wall Street. So far as inflation goes, yeah, it is down a bit, but it is still very high. And it depends on, you know, if you go in to buy um, turkey, if you want uh, to go to the deli counter and buy sliced turkey, uh, um, if, if uh, you want to buy eggs, milk, uh, your, your, your basic staples, bread, I mean, th those prices are very, very uh, high. Uh, chicken, uh, the, the gasoline, well, it's come down a little, and, and President Biden admitted that he was using a strategic petroleum reserve to knock prices down. Now, that's a double-edged sword uh, be because he's selling oil to China. China is reselling oil on the world market, and they're selling it as, at a discount uh, to India. And um, so uh, I, I, I don't believe – well, I, I, I think that you, could, you can argue uh, two scenarios. Uh, I, don't, I don't believe that inflation is going to come down. Uh, anytime, anytime soon. Uh, I, if I look at the um, uh, commodity market, commodities always do very well at the beginning uh, of an inflationary cycle. Then they tend to flatten out as, as the economy starts to slow. Right now, the economy is starting to slow. And so when I look at commodities, uh, I'm keeping my eye on gold and silver, particularly gold, be, because the Russians have been selling oil at a discount for gold, 
Now they're talking about a, about a petro euro, and the Chinese want want to use uh, their own currency uh, to pay for oil. Uh, so uh, I I have a lot of concern about the uh, uh, the erosion uh, of the dollar. Yeah, you can argue that the dollar is uh, is the world's reserve currency, and that like it or not, because it is the re- reserve currency, people are going to buy dollars. Uh, foreigners are going to buy dollars. Uh, but if you undermine the uh, the dollar, uh, then uh, you know then uh, that will that will come back and and haunt us. Now, right right now, the the interest on the national debt is ten percent of GDP, but that's very dangerous. And I saw uh, an article by uh, Duncan, in, in which uh, he's arguing that we ought to follow the Japanese model. And, and inflate our debt to GDP to 250%. Now, I say I don't know whether he was sober or not. Um, <clears throat> and I respect Duncan, but, but that's an asinine uh, argument. And uh, my, my apologies, uh, Richard Duncan. <laughs> but uh, that doesn't make any sense. The, 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 uh, Japanese, the Japanese have, have destroyed their currency to, to, suppre- to artificially suppress interest rates. And um, what they have done is um, that currency has been used to finance the carry trade. Well, what's the carry trade? Carry trade is, is buying one currency and, and arbitraging it uh, for investments in, in a currency that has higher value, and you make the spread difference. Well, the Japanese have, have facilitated that. They've facilitated the expansion uh, of, uh, of, of world currency and world investment. Uh, because of the carry trade. Now, that's not what we want to do with a with, with a currency that is the reserve currency. So, uh, right now, I I don't know. Um, the um, uh, there's a lot of cheerleading <coughs> on Wall Street mm-hmm. uh, to get people to uh, ignore the fact that the uh, that the that the price of equities are high. Um, Bonds are, are dicey right now. Uh, I, I don't uh, even institutional investors are staying clear of the thirty-year bond. Uh, the the the, uh, sh- the short-term uh, 30, 60, 90, two-year. That's where most of the money is. In some cases, it might go out three or four. Um, but that that's a uh, that's a risk assessment that if the Fed can control short-term interest rates, and that's what they target and have the most control over, uh, then uh, th- then maybe you want to be out of the four-year duration, uh, and uh, because if interest rates do go down, you want the high, you want to lock in the higher rate. You might want to do that with some risk capital, uh, but uh, I can't uh, advocate that. So what I'm really saying is that uh, nobody really knows what the what the answer is, and, and basically you have to protect yourself. <laughs> and you can build portfolios that are resistant to inflation, or that are resistant to Federal Reserve policy, and and uh, and uh, you can use some factors uh, in there that will uh, would lessen your risk, but to stay uh, within your risk tolerance and risk capacity. Uh, there's no reason to take on more risk than you are uh, comfortable uh, with. Now, that's my that's my um, assessment. Uh, of this, I don't know, uh, and and nobody else does. Uh, where where we are, uh, you know, going? There's going to be a lot of scare stuff, you know, about the uh, budget caps. I think the better question 
uh, that ought to be asked is why are we uh, blowing through those those caps? What are the policies, and should we be fo following the policies that lead uh, to this uh, uh, enormous spending? When when Ronald Reagan, excuse me, when when Ronald Reagan became president and, and uh, Carter left the White House, the debt was one billion dollars. I I repeat that one billion dollars. Hmm. That wow. was the national debt. Now it's trillion in private hands. The difference is held by the Federal Reserve. Unbelievable. Look, well, so look, at what, look, look at what has happened here within, within this time period. How much was it? One billion. One billion. A trillion is a thousand billion, right? Mm -hmm. So it's gone up by 31,000 billion. Yes. Wow. Man. Yes. Well, yeah. I said, I said in the first segment that under President Reagan, there are only two tax brackets. Right. 15 and 28. Right. And look at us now. Mm. I mean, we, we have seven plus when you, uh, you know, Social Security uh, becomes, uh, your Social Security becomes taxable. We, we, we have an additional five brackets that, that interweave themselves and push up the normal brackets. Mm -hmm. uh, so uh, this is this is ridiculous. And I haven't even talked about capital gains here, mm. uh, you know, in, in this segment. We did in the first segment. Yeah. So, yeah. Uh, wow, that's... Uh, I, I really don't know. Got my know. attention I, with I, that I one. Think, well, that's why, you know, we emphasize people. You know, we try to encourage people to use their... Um, our, our, our red light on the dashboard program. Get that. Get that review. Get that second opinion. See exactly uh, where you are uh, on a go, and not just in the looking backwards, but I mean going going forward. You got you got to look through that front windshield and see where you are going and what you need to do to protect yourself. You can make yourself independent of the Federal Reserve. You you can lessen your risk. Uh, and you don't have to be buffeted around by the volatility uh, of the uh, of the market, or uh, and you can manage the the amount of risk that that is in your uh, portfolio. But you're not going to do it, uh, you know, chasing the, the next shiny object, or you know what some guy on on uh, on, on streaming video says, or some guy that's selling you his, his newsletter. Uh, now, these, uh, it, it is possible to do exactly what I, uh, what I, what I said, and stay, stay manage, managing risk is, is the thing that is absolutely uh, essential. The, the volatility of the S and P normally is is nineteen point eight percent a year. At twenty percent, we're at a correction. So uh, you know the difference is only twenty basis points. So managing risk is is an imperative. Well. Let's do some quick hits here. You're right. Yeah. You have to look at that. Some quick hits on some significant ages in retirement. And we'll start with age 50. And you think, well, who retires at 50? Well, I mean, some do, but most don't. But why is 50 significant in retirement planning? Well, you can suck more money away um, because you at, at age 50, um, 59 and a half percent, 59, age 59 and a half, uh, you can start taking uh, withdrawals from qualified accounts uh, so without penalty. 
Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, we, we, we have all these catch-ups now uh, that, are, that are significant uh, with the uh, SECURE Act. Um, well, there was a so, new benchmark age starting in 2025 regarding yeah. catch-ups. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you know, but, but again, uh, let's not forget that, that there needs to be a balance. You, think you, need, you need to see what the impact is uh, so that you have a diversification that has tax consequences be, between tax deferred, currently taxable and, um, and you know, and tax freeze. And, and you you want to have a mix, uh, not not only to control taxation, but to, but for to prolong your portfolio, and uh, so that you can uh, leave a legacy behind uh, for your for your family. Uh, and if you don't have a family, uh, then you know if you that's a good reason to be charitably inclined to it for uh, institutions that that you. Uh, have supported uh, and you want to keep on supporting after you're gone. What, uh, what it could be a school, it could be a hospital, uh, wh- whatever. Uh, it could be a particular cause. Uh, I mean, these are all important things that you should be thinking about. And and th- age fifty is a good time to start mm-hmm. thinking about this transitioning uh, toward it. Uh, don't wait until you retire to think that, yeah, I'm going to do it when I'm retired because you're not going to, because re- reti- for a lot of people, retirement is just the end of a chapter. It's not, it's, it's the beginning of another, it is. Of another chapter. Certainly There's a whole is. life beyond, beyond working. Uh, we'll get into actual when you're retired ages for most people, but let's let's uh, let's look at uh, quick hits on some ages here. Let's look All at right. fifty nine and a half. Why is that significant? Well, because you can take money out without penalty from tax deferred accounts. Okay. All right. So I mean, and then you can start doing something different with it, right? Possibly. Yeah. Uh, you know, ab- absolutely. Um, why you can't take it, you can't take the money out and, and do another RMD. Uh, but this is a good, ch- this is a good opportunity to, to go into taxable, uh, accounts, uh, or, uh, you know, and get the benefit, uh, either of, of capital gains, or if you, if you, uh, want to, um, take advantage of, um, yeah, of, of interest rate and interest rate compounding, uh, th- this is a good chance for you to do some laddering. And whether the laddering, I I I am to like multi-year guaranteed annuities uh, for the for laddering, uh, but I, I can also say, uh, and sometimes the one-year uh, bucket uh, in a fixed index annuity can be extremely attractive. I mean, there's over four percent rates, you know, for, for one year, and and right now banks are not paying very much on 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 CDs. Uh, they don't have to. I think they will start to. Uh, be a little bit more competitive, uh, you know, be, because of the uh, rise in in, uh, in interest rates, uh, and uh, but but right now uh, most banks are are uh, not paying uh, much on uh, on deposit accounts, and or on or on CD. I've seen I've seen some outliers with with some odd uh, uh, durations, like thirteen months. Uh, pay, paying uh, more than they than they would on a deposit account, uh, you know. I, I you know again these ages of sixty through sixty three, uh, you know these this these are catch ups uh, as you. 
pointed out, six, between 62 and 70 is the Social Security. We, you know, I'm, I don't want to sound like a broken record, but people need to come in uh, and have a, a, a really good Social Security uh, analysis uh, done for them. There's, there's just too many uh, options uh, that are available uh, in, uh, in deferral uh, strategies. I can't do these in my head uh, anymore. We've been using Social Security timing software since it was in beta many years ago. And uh, it, it is a very, very powerful piece of software. <coughs> it lets us uh, do um, uh, uh, all of the available scenarios uh, for a couple or for, the, for an individual. It looks at joint life uh, uh, claiming scenarios. It lets us look at uh, the uh, potential of, uh, of a Social Security reduction. And I do want to say about a Social Security reduction, I was doing, doing some research on that. And if you look at page 176 of the uh, Social Security Actuary's annual report, you're going to find something that's fascinating. Uh, in 1992, they predicted the, that Social Security would run out of, their, out of excess funds in 2035. So this year, they're predicting that they will run out of excess funds in 2035. No different from what they predicted in 1992. Mm. And a lot more people claiming on it, too. You know, one thing, quickly, at SSA.gov, it says, uh, you know, if you claim before full retirement age, you're subject to the annual earnings limit. And uh, for 2023, the annual earnings limit is 21240 Then they say on SSA.gov, if you will reach full retirement age in 2023, the limit on your earnings for the months before full retirement age is 56520 What What does that mean? Yeah, um, it's if if you exceed if you exceed the monthly limit, it, that that prevents you that um, that triggers uh, the uh, the taxation. Uh, it may, uh, in, in some instances, if you exceed that, it it will also prevent you from claiming Social Security. Oh. Okay. Okay. So I I didn't understand. I, I definitely understand the twenty one two forty earnings limit. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Well, okay. that's interesting. The inflation, you know, um, uh, let's say seven It was 19, ago. what was it? Nineteen five sixty last year, just last year. Yeah. Yeah. What's I mean, on? this, this is, yeah. Well, this is also a reason why the government's tax collections are going to go up uh, with, with inflation. Inflation increases tax collections. So, I mean, the government is collecting over 4 trillion in taxes, so I'm, which which is why I think uh, Janet Yellen is is uh, you know yelling uh, wolf. Yellen is yelling because there's <laughs> there's more than enough money to pay the interest on yeah. a ten year bond. Mm. So I don't uh, you know uh, yeah. they will work out uh, some solution. But as I said earlier, I think the important question is uh, is the spending that that gets us to this to this point, not the debt limit uh, yeah. per se. 65, obviously, Medicare, but that was always thought of as the retirement age. I mean, everybody, I think we just have it burned in our psyche, 65. Well, that's certainly changing now. Yeah, I mean, you get plenty of time uh, to apply for Medicare. And, and this, you know, it's something that you need to need to look at. Let, let, me, let me pass along one piece of, of unsolicited advice Uh if, if your employer says to you, go on COBRA and, and then make a decision, do not do that. 
that's that's a very expensive alternative. And if you have children uh, that are be, that are below, you know, uh, 20, 21, 22, 23, um, you you need to you need to look at uh, how you're going to um, you know deal with their need for medical care. You may be much better off <clears throat> going on Medicare. See, see what the Medicare plan is for your employer. Is it um, you know, a, a part B and D supplement, uh, and you just need part A, and then you, you can, you can uh, buy uh, medical coverage uh, for your kids in, in the private market or in the, or in the, afford, or in the affordable care market. Uh, but, but, don't, but don't automatically default uh, to COBRA. It's a very expensive uh, alternative that may not meet your needs. That's why I'm going to repeat what I said in the first segment. There's general rules, there's specific rules, and then there's you. And you have to see what the you, uh, how that works out uh, 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 for you. Now, I know that everybody knows that deferring to age 70 will give them a bigger benefit, uh, but at least one spouse, uh, the higher earning spouse, ought to uh, consider a, a deferral strategy. It doesn't have to be to 70. Well, it could be for 68, it could be 69. It depends on what your longevity is and what the, what the matrix shows uh, for survivability. Uh, rates, which which we actually look at uh, within the Social Security matrix, so I mean that's that's really very important. And um, well, I think as we talked about in that when we did our COVID, uh, not COVID, right? I got hmm. COVID on the brain. Hmm. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I can understand. Yeah, you've been through it. Yeah. You mentioned that last Secure week. Act two, uh, the the uh, age seventy three. Um, uh, is uh, is uh, is a significant uh, milestone because uh, uh, if, if your birth date uh, is uh, January first, uh, you have to start uh, taking the uh, RMDs by April first in the year after uh, you reach age seventy three, uh, and um, you know. And I know in the law it goes to seventy five at age thirty three. Uh, now I'm hearing. <clears throat> Some people that that's a mistake, and it's going to be in the, tech, in the Technical Corrections Act. And I'm hearing from other people that it is. It's not a mistake. That's exactly uh, what it is supposed to be. So I don't. Um, uh, we're just going to have to wait and see. Uh, Ed Slot says that it's uh, it, it, that it, it's accurate. And Jeff Levine says that it's not. It was a drafting error. So take pays your money and takes your choice, as they as yeah. they say. Well, there we That's go. The track. We, <laughs> <laughs> well, we've gone through the ages here. Sixty, by the way, sixty to sixty-three that Fred mentioned for extra catch-up contribution opportunities. That will not begin until twenty twenty-five. That's also from Secure Act two point oh. But uh, definitely, there are ages in those milestones in retirement that Fred is mindful of. Uh, also, keep in mind that you can schedule with Fred with a phone call. It's a simple phone call. 800-593-8188. 800-593-8188. We also encourage you to visit the website moneymattersusa.net. And to thank you for being on the podcast with us through this journey of retirement uh, information and, and really uh, some serious things to consider, Fred, that you serve up every week on the podcast. Thanks so much. Thank you. Uh Thanks, you know, thanks for listening. Thanks for staying with us. We do our very best. 
to give you the most cutting edge. And we try not to talk about uh, I, 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 I. Uh, we, we, try to, we try to give you information, try to give you tips, we try to give you food mm-hmm. uh, for thought. And if you want to try us out, we don't charge for the first, uh, for the first consult. And, so yeah. up, up to you. Uh, uh, but I think that uh, given the uncertainty and, and the difficulty of understanding what is going on, people need to get a, a, an annual uh, serious review and uh, and as we can because we're fee only we can work with everyone and we do not charge uh, for the initial consult that's well, a freebie some great opportunity and again that is easily scheduled at 800-593-8188 and thanks so much for being with us on the podcast Money Matters USA Investment advisory services offered through Money Matters USA, LLC. Fred Sade and his guests provide general information, not individually targeted personalized advice, and are not liable for the usage of information discussed. Exposure to ideas and financial vehicles should not be considered investment advice or a recommendation to buy or sell in any of these financial vehicles. This information should also not be considered tax or legal advice. Individuals should consult with a professional specializing in the fields of tax, legal accounting, or investments regarding the applicability of this information for their situation. Past performance is not a guarantee of future results. Investments will fluctuate and when redeemed may be worth more or less than when originally invested. Any comments regarding safe and secure investments and guaranteed income streams refer only to to fixed insurance products. They do not refer in any way to the securities or investment advisory products. Fixed insurance and annuity product guarantees are subject to the claims paying ability of the issuing company and are offered through Money Matters USA LLC. By contacting Money Matters USA, you may be provided information regarding the purchase of insurance products.